time for our weekly wellness update. Here is our wellness expert. You can find her on Instagram at Go With Your Gut. Laura DeSanctis joins us once again. Laura, good afternoon. Hi, Jeff. Good afternoon. Okay, sun is shining. It is 21 beautiful degrees in Toronto. Actually, 28. It's close to 30 in London for those listening this afternoon on 980 CFPL. Gorgeous afternoon there. And uh, we're going to talk uh, on our wellness update this week about the importance of sunshine and vitamin D, Laura. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of people, I mean, I don't know about you, Jeff, but for me, especially with this warm weather, I feel so good, but I'm also like, how much vitamin D am I really getting? So I think this is so timely and an interesting topic. And I know you and I talk about this a lot, but a lot of people don't really really understand why vitamin D is important. And actually, many of us are actually deficient in vitamin D. So vitamin D, really quickly, it's a fat-soluble vitamin, um, and it includes vitamin D1, D2, and D3. And we get vitamin D from the sun. It's part of vitamin D3. Okay, and what exactly does vitamin D do for us? Why do we need it? Mm -hmm. So when our body produces vitamin D naturally, we get it directly when we're exposed to the sunlight. Um, And why we need it, it's super important for us. It's considered a pro-hormone, but it's actually a vitamin. And it's essential for balancing out our hormones in our body, which a lot of people don't realize. But it's also great for supporting brain and neurological tissue. It improves our energy and our mood. I know for me, as soon as I go outside, I feel that sunlight. I feel that energy. I feel revived. But it also really improves our bone health and it helps our cells start functioning better. Okay, you know, I'm here in this dark radio studio right now, and I kind of have that feeling like back in grade six, remember when it was a nice day, and you'd say to the teacher, can we have class outside today? I want to do that. Can we we have radio outside today, please? I mean, it's good for our health. Get some vitamin D. So why is it that vitamin D, why is it so closely associated with the sun, and why is it known as kind of the sunshine vitamin, Laura? So it's known as as a sunshine vitamin because, um, as I mentioned before, we get it when we're exposed to the sun, vitamin D, but, um, and it's called caliciferol. That's the vitamin D. That's a type of form that's formed in the body when we're exposed to the sun. So it's called the sunshine vitamin because when we get outside and we're outside for at least 20 minutes and there's that exposure to the sun, our body will get uh, vitamin D. Okay. And obviously supplements, they're very important during the winter months when the daylight hours are shorter. Yes, they are. Um, Before we get into that, I just wanted to mention a quick little tidbit is that 20 minutes of sunlight is equivalent to about 20,000 IUs of um, vitamin D. So that's international units. So in the wintertime, of course, there's supplementation that we should be taking because we don't usually get outside at least 20 minutes a day in the winter. Um, I know for me, especially, I don't know for you, Jeff, but when I go outside in the wintertime, I try to make it 20 to 30 minutes, but sometimes like with the extra layers, I'm not really getting that exposure to the sunlight. But yes, you're right. We do get less vitamin D, especially in the winter months, but also surprisingly, even in the summer, because a lot of us still don't, we're not outside enough. So we're not absorbing enough vitamin D from the sun. Um, if we live in a high, in an area with high pollution, we may get less vitamin D exposure. If we use sunscreen as well, and a lot of us do use sunscreen in the summertime, we're not going to get enough vitamin D. But most of the time, a lot of us spend our time indoors. And if we even live in a big city, city like Toronto, um, where there's tons of buildings, they also block that sunlight. So there's mm. a lot of reasons why we can be deficient in vitamin D. But you're 100% right. Um, in the winter months, especially less exposure to the sun, we will have less vitamin D. 
Well, I ask that because I was wondering with the sunny weather finally here and if we are outside, should we cut back on our supplements? If we are taking a vitamin D supplement, do we need to look at that? Yeah, we do need to look at that. I think it's best to talk to your trusted healthcare practitioner and or a naturopath um, to diagnose your vitamin D levels and to see if you're deficient or not. You can even do this through um, some blood work, but I would I would suggest to speak to your doctor if you are taking, if you're currently taking a supplement, you may want to scale back, but check your levels first. Okay. Yeah. And to check your levels, I was going to ask, is that the best way, obviously, is to uh, have a blood test? Uh, blood levels will show you if yeah. uh, you've got the right amount of vitamin D? Yeah, that's right. So a healthcare professional can diagnose the vitamin D deficiency by performing a blood test or even uh, through x-rays, they can check the strength of your bones. You can also do something where you can order a vitamin D kit online, but I would always suggest to go to a healthcare practitioner first and get your blood work done. All right. And with the sunny weather, the warmer weather finally here, and it looks like it's uh, maybe here to stay, fingers crossed. Uh, Are there any other uh, health or wellness tips that uh, we should be mindful of or we should be following, Laura? Always. And I think the number one thing, too, aside from having that vitamin D exposure and trying to get outside every day and having that movement, is really making sure that we're staying hydrated. And I know we spoke about this a lot on the radio show, but how much water should we be drinking per day? And when it's hot outside, really listen to your body. So stay hydrated. You want to drink at least half of your body weight in water. And if you're someone like my mom who doesn't like drinking the water, there's always substitutes. <laughs> so you want to make sure you're staying hydrated. I'm calling her out because I always tell her every summer, you know, you need to drink more water and she doesn't like it. So you can always try drinking uh, coconut water because there's tons of electrolytes. You want to make sure you're constantly hydrated. Yeah. If for whatever reason, you don't really love the taste of uh, water, can you add something to it? Does that take away from your hydration if you add some sort of flavoring? You can add a certain flavoring. I mean, there's something called NRC and um, it's electrolyte drink pack. So it's going to add like there's a cranberry flavor or a tropical juice flavor and it's not going to have those synthetic colors or artificial sweeteners. Um, but you want to stay away from those packets like the Kool-Aid packets to flavor your water because that has all the extra sugars or it could have a lot of gluten or modified cornstarch. So pay attention to that or you can just go the simple route and add fruits to your water. And I like doing that mm. too. I like some strawberries, um, especially just a handful of berries to my fruit. That feels, I like that. I find that infusing that tastes great. Or even having a tea, a peppermint tea, and adding some ice cubes and drinking that. Interesting. Okay. What about electrolytes? Adding that, never mind the flavoring, but uh, adding electrolytes. I've seen that, that you get droplets to put in your water. Is there any benefit to that? Yeah, because a lot of the time we're not even um, getting electrolytes. We're getting dehydrated from not having enough water or we're not even getting it from our food. So there is benefit, um, especially so you're not dehydrated and having electrolytes because that's going to not only boost your mood, but make sure your body's in balance. And if you don't want to have the drops, you can get it from a natural source, which I think is always best with watermelon or coconut water or even celery juice. And celery juice is one of the best things for that fluid exchange and hydration. All right. And just finally, when we talk about hydration, tell me, myth or fact, if you're thirsty, feeling thirsty, you're already dehydrated? That's right. I believe that's that's a fact. Yep. All right. Good stuff. And uh, great and timely advice here as the uh, warmer weather is upon us. Laura, appreciate it as always. Thanks so much for this. We'll talk again next week. Thank you. All right. There goes our wellness expert, Laura DeSanctis. Again, you can find her on Insta at Go With Your Gut. And we're back after this here on The Jeff MacArthur Show.
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.